Hello, you're listening to a Zen Studies Society podcast. To learn more about our community of Zen Buddhist practitioners, please visit zenstudies.org. Good evening. Good evening. New Year's Eve, 2019. I don't know if you had a chance to see the large scroll that's been hung outside the zendo. The haiku and calligraphy are by Soen Roshi, Nakagawa Soen Roshi. And the scroll is rarely seen due to its size. With gratitude for Soen Roshi's teachings and to all of you who have joined us here this evening, we decided to hang it just for 24 hours. And the haiku is a very well-known one by Soen Roshi. Snow of all countries melting into Namu Dai Bosa. So I will do my best to read it in Japanese. Kuniguni no yuki tokete namu dai bosa. The last part you can understand my Japanese, right? Yes. He, um, he wrote that in 1974. So we have come here from all over, and each of us is unique, and we're practicing together. And as we do, there is this melting into the pure white vastness of winter, the oneness of our original nature. To unite with, to namu means to unite with this boundless dai, more than great, boundless, awakened bodhisattva nature, great heart, mind of compassion. So here we are at Daibosatsu Zendo, this great Bodhisattva Zendo, Kongoji, the mountain name. Tomorrow we will chant the entire Kongo Kyo, the entire Diamond Sutra. So we also have two other scrolls by Soen Roshi hanging here, and I'll ask Daishin to move over to his side there. That one on the left side of the altar is one that he did uh, in 1961. And 
in Japanese, Zenin no Akerakanto Fuyojitaku. Translated Zen Monastery. Just a few people around preparing for winter. And this was so this year. Very few people around. Somehow it all got done. And in his journal, Son Roshi wrote, the preparation of a monastery for winter may seem unremarkable. Everything that needs to be attended to is done, yet no trace of effort is apparent. And indeed, everything that has been done for this great occasion has that quality because of your practice, just coming together seamlessly, no one saying, I did this, right? Just working the magic. And on the right of the altar, this also by Soen Roshi, and it's from 1937. Nanatsuboshi juhyo no sora wo ariku naru. Translated, seven stars walk in the sky above the frozen forest. And he included it later on in a compilation, Ten Haiku of My Choice, that came out in 1973. And he said, along with it, I wrote that poem in Manchuria before World War II. It was a night in which the vast steppes were completely encased in snow and ice. I was traveling on foot following the North Star. The Big Dipper was in the sky above the forest. Every tree was blooming with flowers of ice. My walking and that of the stars became one. So that poem was written during a time of nationalist expansion, which, as you know, led to World War II all over the planet. A dangerous time, a time not unlike our own. 2019 has brought so many challenges, global, national, personal. Indeed, they are not separate. As Soen Roshi said, we are one walking with the stars. 
And understanding this, we know we all are implicated in and affected by what we find around us, a climate crisis, immigration and refugee crisis, violence, deception, political tyranny, corporate abuse, and many, many other similar dangerous occurrences. So the temptation may be to turn away, to try to block this out, to numb out. And we may feel overwhelmed by the negativity that we hear, that we see in people's faces. We may feel buffeted by all the daily life occurrences in a world that seems at odds with itself. But it's never a matter of us and them. Inside, outside, we experience the oneness of this in our practice. So it's not that we do zazen to get some moments of respite. It's not that we come to this beautiful monastery to escape what we might call real life but that we enter into real life and thus can have some impact on offering solace and working together for positive change because of our own difficulties and struggles. We know the urgency of practice. Through our sitting, we can see clearly, non-dualistically, And when we change our own mind, we change the world. It may be imperceptibly. We may not trust it at first, but the more we walk this endless path, the more 
we can affect this. What we know needs our attention desperately. And so we sit. We just sit. And as we sit, something happens. We have the courage to look at what arises internally. We notice more and more quickly when some egotistical demand for autonomy arises, always at the expense of others. We hear the inner monologue. I need, I must have, I crave, I fear. And these words themselves, based upon this I, convey a kind of enslavement, right? I have to. Enslavement to old patterns. How many of you have, in your zazen, felt embarrassed, a kind of chagrin, at how often that ego entity rears up? How, once again, after all that marvelous clarity of that sitting, you find yourselves falling prey to delusions, to the grasping nature of what we think is our own identity. Has anyone ever experienced this? I know I have. What is that horrible beast doing back here? Drooling, snapping at what? It thinks it must have in order to continue. And what does that do to others? People in our lives. So we do feel, oh, no. I don't want to be there. And how lonely how deeply lonely we feel when we're caught there, stuck in separate selfhood. How can we break free of these self-imposed barriers to the intimacy we so yearn for? How can we be vulnerable and open 
Well, here's what I've noticed. Each time I make some mistake speaking to someone without really hearing what has been said, each time I make a poor choice, one that gets me entangled further in some dismal state, each time I experience a burst of irritation, what can I do? I can bow down and see that it's exactly what threatens the ego that is indeed an avatar of Buddha. And I can say, thank you. Thank you, great teacher. Thank you for bringing me back to who I truly am. Thank you for showing me why I'm here. Thank you for allowing me to develop compassion for all who are struggling because I know that struggle myself. Thank you for being able to feel I know your pain. I share your concern. I care deeply for you. And I know that we are not alone. And then what? Get up from the cushion. Go out of the zendo. Go down the mountain. Go into the hustle and bustle of life. And Extend this mind over the whole universe so that we and all beings together may attain maturity in Buddha's wisdom. Namudai Bosas, know of all countries all beings falling, freezing, melting. This Buddha Dharma is prior to any nation, prior to any view, prior to any political 
concept prior to individuals, prior to any word that can be said about it. So the more that we just sit, just exhale completely, give it all away, more we realize this and our determination grows, our devotion grows, our hearts and minds are filled with this dharma joy. This past year's practice, 2019, with all of its difficulties, because of all of its difficulties, culminated in most extraordinary Rohatsu session. So deep, so still inside, outside. And the more we give ourselves to this practice of Zen, Zen Buddhism, more we realize it's no longer a question of convenience or comfort. It's not a matter of when we think we can do it. We must do it. We must take the next step on the path. We must hew to that path for dear life. This dear, precious life of being human, falling down, getting up, falling down again, getting up. And each time we notice how that tower of ego continues to take control, we must know that the power of our vow The power of love is far stronger. And once again, seeing and letting it go, just exhaling and finding this vow of ours is all we need to do the work that must be done.
So reciting the verse of purification with true remorse, true atonement, this purification changes everything. As most of you have already done, if you have not yet, please do write down on a piece of paper what you truly see as no longer necessary. Relinquish all that stands in the way. See how unimpeded you can live your life and serve and save all beings. So whatever it is you have written down on that paper or about to do before we go outside, be sure to tuck it into the sleeve of your coat, the pocket of your coat, so that you can then offer it to the fire and burn away all of those impediments to realizing who you truly are. 2020 awaits. Let us begin the new year with 2020 vision. We can see clearly. We can change the world. This has been a Zen Study Society podcast. If you found it to be of interest, please consider making a donation by visiting zenstudies.org donate. Thank you for listening.